especially grateful for the visitor who came from Wyoming to be here for this morning's services. Uh, we're grateful for each one here. Mindful of the song that we've sung, that we live for him in glory. Mindful of the scripture reading that was read this morning, particularly the last several verses. But if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourselves in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God would manifest it in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up in glory. Has been mentioned by many, we're here this morning as well to worship, praise, honor God, strive to serve Him with the talents that He's given to us, so that his name may be glorified here on this earth. And a part of that is the appointing deacons to help us in that particular work. Elders will be those who come from amidst the congregation. It is our heart's desire to understand the purity of God, the purity of His Word, the purity of His church, and understanding that we are His church, and the need and the importance of our having our heart right with God. It makes all the difference in the world. It makes all the difference into eternity. As we consider and have considered the adding men to help us in the work of the Lord here at the downtown congregation, by adding additional deacons, it's important for us to, again, to consider what is expected of them in this particular office. But to understand that the word deacon is another word for a servant, and for us to understand we're all servants of God. We have different functions and different roles to play. Those who have been appointed to a particular office or position of being a servant or a deacon will have jobs assigned to them and their job is to help us, as his people, to be able to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to help us to be those that would be that light that shines in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. 
Do we got up there? Yeah, we got it up there. I have to look to see what's back there. <laughs> Want to make sure we have the, the logo that we've been using for us to understand what is involved in all of us, and particularly as deacons are going to help us and encourage us, challenge us, involve us, and being able to reach out, to reach out into our community, to help us to become involved with contacting the world in general, and encouraging us as well to be that light that shines in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. They're there to help us to encourage us in building us up, to help us to grow as a congregation spiritually. It's not their task alone, the task that belongs to each one of us. But we each need to understand that we have different functions and different works, and we need to understand that at times we do need to be challenged and to be encouraged along the way, and to challenge us in being a shining example to the world, and to be a shining example to the, our families around us. Involved in this is a fourfold expectation of this office that they are in, embarking upon, those that are being uh, appointed as new deacons, and for those that are deacons already, to be servants to the faithful, to be servants of the faithful. The example for them and the example for each one of us is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 13, and verses 3 through 15. The humility that Jesus expressed in fulfilling a task that was normally assigned to the lowliest of all these servants and a household. And that was to wash the feet of the guest who had come into that household. That he did it without fanfare. That he simply did the task that had been forgotten by the apostles who had prepared the house for the partaking of the Passover meal. And they were so involved, as mentioned earlier in, in the scriptures, they were so involved in discussion among themselves which one was the greatest. And Jesus would have to remind them the greatest is the one who humbles himself to serve. Then Jesus being the greatest humble himself to serve. And deacons are to be faithful in the task of being servants of God. Deacons are to be faithful in being defenders of the faith. They set the example as we read this morning in the qualifications of the deacon, 1 Timothy 3, verse 8 and following. Holding faithful to God's word, 
believing that it is the Word of God, believing that it is the only standard that we have, to believe it is the standard that will judge us in that last day. And setting the example of being faithful in defenders, but encouraging us as well. Each one of us as members have the same task, do we not? To defend the faith of God. There's an expectation again that they would be sharers of the faith. Teaching the word. Encouraging others to do likewise. So that we could be again what God wants his church to be. He came, Jesus came, to give us a visible example of what God wants from his people. He came and shared his life He shared the Father's will and he challenged the people of the need, the reality of accepting that God did so love the world that he did give his only begotten Son and that whoever would believe on him not just call him Lord, but who would believe on him to the point of obeying him, could have that hope of eternal life with him one day. And the fact that these men have been examined by the scriptures, and that they've accepted the challenge that is laid before them, The last charge again would be that they would be examples before others as they live their faith. And at this point as well to remind us there's not a one of the current deacons nor of the two who have been selected as deacons who are perfect little angels. They are human beings. They have a love for God, a desire to serve Him, a desire to be found pleasing in His sight. But they're human beings. They will fall short, but they also will strive to move forward. That's a job that has been laid upon them, but it is, is it not also a responsibility of each one of us? We are indeed grateful for the men who 
have accepted that challenge. Their lives may be more in the limelight than others of the congregation. But again, there is that reminder to us. We are fellow workers together in the kingdom of God, seeking to bring honor and glory to his name. They have a great task. And we have a great task. And that task is dependent upon that invitation song. Kneel at the cross. For that is where each one of us must go. For each one of us must have an understanding of what makes it possible for us to have gathered together here this morning to be about the job, the task, the love of serving God. If your life is not where it ought to be, and there is a need for you to make a change in your life, if we could assist you, if we could help you in that decision, will you come? Kneel at that cross and make that request known that we're here to help you. If you're subject to that invitation, we bid you to come as together we stand and sing.